Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. What is up, brother? What's going on, bro? Well, it's been a, a couple uh, weeks, yeah? But uh, wunderbar. We're back together again and happy recording day. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Happy recording day, although... Yes, indeed. We are recording on 9-11, so it's also a somber day. Somber indeed. Um, and then we've got two special guests with us, right? Yeah, we do. Oh, say hi, girls. Hello. All right. <laughs> there we go. So we got the well, wives. Jen has been introduced. Yes. So I guess I should cordially introduce my beautiful bride absolutely to the millions of listeners that we have only about three million Um, so this is my wife brooke hello you want to say anything well i don't want to talk too southern but (laughs) let it out babe it's hot it's cute well i'm a little nervous this is my first podcast, but I think we'll get through it pretty, pretty good. And I won't be burping. Well, you never know. <laughs> Maybe. You just might. Never Sweet. know. So we got Brooke. We've got Jenna. You got us, of course. We're so glad that everybody's here. So welcome, ladies. Welcome to the podcast, the Unchurched podcast, not the... Uh, Say no bad Christian. Not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listened to the last one. Yeah, this ain't no bad Christian at all. Honestly, I thought Some... about just being like, you know what? <laughs> you two should just do this podcast because I think it's probably my favorite one so far. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Come on. That was long, bro. Nah, you know what? It was perfect. When you told me it was two hours, but it really ended up being like, uh, an hour and 45 I was like oh that's not bad plus like oh that that's just hearing that's your, editing right there hearing your chemistry and you guys are like super cutie <laughs> i loved it seriously hey i only got about six emails of people vomiting so it's all right I was nervous too. wow it's like half of our following i mean i vomited a little but not much <laughs> see there you go see it happens it happens Hey, so sweet. Um, check it. What are we talking about today? First of all, happy uh, 9-11 day. Yes. Remembrance day. We will never forget. Right? That's for sure. Never forget. Yeah, it's definitely, I was, uh, I called my mom today and I was like, hey mom, where were you when you first like heard or you saw? Because I mean, <clears throat> I feel we were kind of talking like everyone, <sighs> yeah, yeah, everyone will always remember I think, like, when you first saw or heard about it that day. 
For sure. And uh, me personally, I was in math class, and we had a TV going that was, like, on mute. And I was actually the first one to see something happening, and I had no idea what was going on. I was just like, um, I think we should watch that. <laughs> and then it was just nuts, you know. Where was the TV going? In our classroom, math class. I was in high school. Seriously, you guys had a TV on during math class? Yeah. I knew that that's where you were going with that when you asked Seriously. that question. Michael's just shocked you probably even had a TV at all. Bro, like, back in my day. I went to high school in freaking Orlando, Florida, so the education ain't that great, you know what I'm saying? But also, yeah, there was like, I don't know, we had 3,400 kids in our school and it was getting like half of it was getting remodeled so we were in this like trailer that was converted into a classroom with like a big ac unit and yeah we all had i mean every class had a tv because they used to do like video announcements and stuff like that we had a tv here in southern (laughs) illinois (laughs) so y'all had um TVs in math class. That's ridiculous. Yep, and that's where... They uh, were on. Yeah, I mean, they were muted. It was just the news channel. It wasn't like, you know... Hmm. It's not like we're watching freaking Spongebob or anything, but... (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Plus two, it was like, right... You know, the bell had just rung. We just got into class. It wasn't like... All right, do your math homework. (laughs) We're going to watch the news, you know. Yeah. But anyway, point being, I'll never forget where I uh, I saw it first going down. And then for us, you know, friggin' Orlando and Florida is a melting pot for the U.S., so we had so many people that were connected to people in the towers or around the towers. Like, eventually, it wasn't too long before they just said, all right, go home, sure. be safe. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I was, uh, I remember where I was as well. It was um, the first week of my new job at, um, what is the name of the place? Jarman Shoe Store in Eastland Mall. Back when Eastland Mall was cool, by the way. And they had a, uh, they had a Cinnabon. (laughs) 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 But, um, I had started, so that was Tuesday, September 11th, right, of 2001. And actually, that was my second day of work. I think I started on like that Monday. And um, I was in the store by myself at the time, and I had the TVs on. Uh, and I was just getting ready, because we had just opened up the store, right? Because the mall opens at like 9 o'clock, right? Or 10 o'clock. And you had to be there early to open the store. So I've got the TVs on and just on the news and just organizing the store. And I look up and I see the towers getting hit. And, um, yeah, freaked me out, dude. Completely freaked me out. I couldn't believe it. And, of course, you know, they thought that they were going to hit major malls. And in my mindset, I'm thinking, like, Eastland was a major mall. (laughs) Because you so had a I, Cinnabon. Because we had a Cinnabon. Terrors right. be I, taking that Cinnabon out. <laughs> Michael's already like joke. scheming yeah. and he's already like scheming and planning how he's going to steal all the Cinnabons if they uh, 
Oh yeah. Had y'all in lockdown. You close the you close down the mall, baby. I'm going in and getting them all. So yeah, that was um, that was my experience at least. What was yours, Jenna? I was in eighth grade. You're gonna have to really talk <laughs> up. I was in eighth grade oh, yeah. when that happened. I don't remember seeing it, but I remember I went to a Christian school and we all had to go into the chapel and watch it on the screens. My parents were out of town, so that was kind of scary. Um, They were in California. They were stuck in California, actually. So that was scary. But um, other than that, yeah. Stuck because the airport shut down? Yeah, everything shut down. Yeah. So uh, they were they were stranded, not stranded, but some of their friends went and picked them up in a car and kind of took them back, I think, to their own house. And uh, yeah, but it wasn't cool being away from your parents when something like that happens. No. But yeah, I bet. I just made sure they brought us home kind of, you know, toys and stuff. <laughs> yeah, eighth grade, like, that's like uh, yeah. 13 years old. Yeah, 12, 13. 14. No, Somewhere 14 year in high school, but yeah, 13, yeah 12, 13. 13. I'm pretty sure. I think, and I think it was eighth. Yeah. So. Youngin. Yep. Yeah. Well, you graduated in 2006. 2001 was five years before that. Right. I started high school in yeah. 2002. So yeah, I was an eighth. Yeah. Eighth grade. <laughs> yep. What about you, Brooke? Where were you? Where, where were you? Yeah. Um, I was a sophomore in high school and I was in, uh, driver's ed class someone came in our class and told our teacher something and she turned on the tv and everyone started watching no one really had a clue what was going on and then uh we pretty much did nothing the rest of the day Um, yeah I had a volleyball game that night and I just remember everyone like having a moment of silence everyone crying um before I uh before I left, before we got on the bus, before the game, I just remember our local um, our local newspaper, uh, someone had brought one on the bus, and it said, America attacked. And it was just like, Ooh. just seeing those words was just, right. I didn't know what to think about it. I mean, I was a yeah. sophomore. My friend Bryn was supposed to get her license that day, I remember, and they closed down the driver's license facility. Wow. And... You know, they closed it down for a couple of days. So, like, you know, our major thing was, like, our friend supposed to get her license, supposed to be exciting. Right. And then, yeah. And then all of this happens, and it's just so confusing. We're trying to figure out what it means. and Yeah. Yeah, it was just something to really, I guess, kind of just think about, you know, even as a sophomore. And then not really. I didn't even know what the World Trade Center was, obviously, when I was a sophomore. I was just about to say that was the same for me, too. I was like, oh, my God, there's life outside. I mean, you're in your sophomore and your eighth grade. It's like, wait, there's life outside of whatever I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we were we were actually watching as soon as like it was on fire. And then we actually saw the second plane hit. Wow. You know, right there live on, you know, that's in intense ed class. So, it was, yeah, it was just yeah. super. Um, yeah. It was just kind of like, you know, didn't know what to think about it. Sophomore. Yeah. You know, high schools, you don't really think you have a lot of stuff to really care about. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Yeah, I won't ever forget where I was. Yeah, I don't think any of us ever could. It was so traumatic. Um, I just pulled up a few of the 
the facts around uh, 9-11. Obviously, we know that, you know, planes hit the towers and and they came down, regardless of what conspiracy theory you want to ascribe to. Um, but so there was a total number of 2,753 people killed in that in that attack, which I I remember being over 2000 people. I didn't realize it was almost three. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then you, you there was three hundred and forty three firefighters and paramedics that were killed just trying to help people. Yeah. Speaking of paramedics and firefighters, I hear that there's still a lot of people have had cancer, uh, paramedics and firefighters. And to this day, they're still struggling with just the aftermath of 9-11 going in and getting people. I just, yeah, that's wild to think about, too. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. And there's like I read an article, I think, like the other day um, where they were still identifying bodies. Are you like serious? Are, yeah. Like there's still people that obviously um haven't been identified but then like yeah there's been like articles where it's released that they finally were able to um you know give a family closure with identifying you know uh someone's body wow yeah so uh, interestingly interestingly enough there's some stats in here about that so first of all there was 115 different countries that were affected by this that had people who died in this attack 115 different countries affected, which is crazy. But so in Tower One, there was 1,402 people that died and only 614 that died in Tower Two. But I just read something that I thought was gruesome. And I'll just stop with the facts with this. Uh, But out of the almost 3,000 people that they found dead or that died, there were only 291 bodies found intact. Wow. And so to that point of them still finding pieces, there was 21,906 remains that Mm. were found. So talk about trying to put the pieces together. You know, I mean, out of almost 3,000 people, over 2,700 people that died uh, in this attack and only... 291 of the bodies were actually found intact. That's uh that's that's pretty gruesome. So Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so chilling. Sad. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, startling facts. But and then as a result, so I to make it a little bit, you know, more comfortable. Uh, I heard a comedian say um uh, what did he say? He said, he said, uh, I now know how to ascribe numbers to the months because of Osama bin Laden. He says, I never knew that September was the ninth month. Thanks, Obama, o- Osama, not Obama, Osama <laughs> bin Laden. He says, thanks, bin Laden. He said, if I want to, if I want to know where uh, November is, I just add two numbers. It's the 11th month. Wow. Just real stupid, right? Oh. Super stupid. But Wait, what are they saying? The hangover? I don't know. What are they saying? Like, just like it's offensive. Just like masturbating in, on an airplane. <laughs> what is it? Thanks, Osama. Thanks, Osama. That, thanks, Bin Laden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you know, 
So something interesting. So, you know, when you fly, you got to take off your shoes, right? Because of the shoe bomber. You got all of this stuff, you know, and now as a result of these terrorist attacks with freaking planes. Uh, It's brutal. So, but our hearts go out to all the families that are still suffering and uh, people that are still feeling it and that this day is is uh, remarkably painful uh, for you. You know, our hearts go out to you. So, cheers. Salute. And thanks to the men and women that served that, you know, you know, gave their lives as well. And just trying to help people out and, and recover the, the wounded and the firefighters and the police officers and all of that. There was a lot of people buildings. that went into those buildings and never came yeah. out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Well, and it's interesting, too, that, you know, it usually takes something massive and massively tragic for Americans to, I kind of want to say temporarily, unfortunately, put aside prejudice and racism and hatred of this and that. And, like, you know, they're for, I don't know how long after, but I definitely think it's worn off. Yeah. And days like today should help us remember not only the horror that happened and the lives that were lost and the heroes that stood up and you know did things but also you know like we're one people you know it doesn't matter what color you are what you believe in like at the end of the day 9-11 like everyone's american you know oh yeah and it's it's kind of a double-edged sword that it takes something like that for us to all unite and be like you know fuck terrorism you know i don't care what you think or what you like we're all american we're all here in this and we were all attacked and it's also funny how you know quickly that fades and we go back to you know the shit we deal with on a day-to-day you know i don't know it's just kind of interesting yeah, people suck, no doubt about it. Um, but this is America. America, and bitch. We, we got to stand <laughs> united. <laughs> no. uh, we do. I, you know what I want to know? I want to know what are the national sales of Bud Light on a day like today? Yeah. Mean Bud that would Weiser. be interesting. I'm sure we could Google it. Oh, is it Budweiser? Is it? Whenever is, I just think of um, good old America. America's beer. I know. One of them is the Bud king. Light. Yeah. No, it's Bud Light. Well, Budweiser is the king of beers. Uh-huh. I think mm-hmm. Bud Light yeah. is America's beer. Right? I, do you want me to look it up? Yeah, I mean, I think it's <laughs> well, deemed I mean, that way. America's oldest, favorite beer. Let's the oldest American <laughs> well, I was brew is Yingling, and they I'm don't ever get it. any yeah. freaking I'm just going to well, put Ameri- America's beer. I'm just looking. Well, can we go back to what Sean said? He's like, fuck terrorism. I thought of instantly like a bumper sticker and just being like, fuck terrorism. <laughs> Hashtag. I'm just, sure they exist. Can yeah, we just Budweiser. make that a thing? See? Budweiser. Nice. It's Budweiser. Which I think makes Bud Light, right? Right. I think Anheuser-Busch, right? It's yeah, the same company. They have different marketing, so you don't ever. That's in St. Louis. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I just always think of big old. Big old dick horses with pretty little feet. Those are yep. some big horses. Clydesdale. Clydesdales. They're yeah. beautiful. 
They are. Of course they are. But they're huge. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Set myself up for that one. (laughs) Sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm sure that the sale of uh, Budweiser has gone through the roof on, on a day like today, especially seeing that they have that whole campaign where they... Uh, came out with the cans that were like flags, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very Christian of them. Mm. Yeah, their ministry is growing. I was about to say, please don't connect patriotism and Christianity. It's very patriotic. Exactly. I'm a patriot. God bless uh, the New England Patriots and Tom Brady from Michigan. <laughs> And Sony Michelle from the Bulldogs. However, he's now out, so <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So about that Lions game last night. Yeah. Did you guys watch some that? Of it? <laughs> he was like peeking over the booth at the restaurant, like watching it. I asked a million questions and he did not answer one. You didn't ask a million questions. I did questions? at least at least at at least three. You cray. I don't even know <laughs> you cray. About. I thought he was creeping on somebody, and now he's trying to get a good view of the TV. I was nope, watching just, the Lions. He was just creeping on a life. really, yeah, he was just creeping on a really bad game. That's I was all. like, what? That's okay too, though. I mean, you I'm not a huge night, right? NFL guy in general, but I definitely am not like a uh, Lions fan. <laughs> However, anyone who plays the Giants, I want them to smash them. <laughs> Fair. I don't like the Giants. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry, 9-11 in New York, but I don't like your football team. Yeah, I don't blame you there. I mean, it is New York. Concrete jungle. They suck. Anyway. Yeah, Watch it was it. a bad, bad, bad game, dude. Oh. It was terrible. Um, but uh, SOL, right? Same alliance. That's what we. <laughs> that's what we say around here. They let Same you down. <laughs> yeah, right. over and over again. I don't care how Wasn't, great that fat bastard I was going to say that new, the new coach, he was supposed to help, right? Yeah. Or Just because he came from know. New England doesn't mean that, you know, Detroit is going to start playing like New England. Um, so and I don't care how many Super Bowl rings he has, doesn't mean that he knows what he's doing. And even if he does... Wow. That was a good one. That was impressive. <laughs> It's a lasagna, Bert, bro. <laughs> yeah. And even if he does know what he's doing, he can't play the game for them. So <laughs> when you suck, you suck. It's just that simple. True. Uh, but I'm still a homer, and I believe in the Lions, and they're going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Boom. You're I'll a fan, it. bro. You are I'll a fan. Die hard. I said it. So. I feel like when you're a Michigander, you don't have a choice. No. <laughs> Um, we really do have all really, really good sports teams, but you don't have a choice to be a Lions fan. You just are a Lions fan just because you just have to be like, you know, right? See, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think that we have good teams. I think we have very sucky teams. We used to have amazing, like Pistons used to be awesome. Red Wings have won how many, uh, whatchamacallits? Stanley Cups. Not much at all. I mean, they used to. I mean, I me no. being a kid, they used to win. No. Tigers used to be amazing. No. I don't know what the issue is lately. The Wings were popular because they always went to the playoffs. 
That's what made them awesome. You had a very long season of them winning, but they never. I mean, they they. Remember I mean, that dream few, team that they had a few wins with a few like Iserman and O'Neill and Shanahan and. Mm-hmm. That was, but that was years ago. So all I'm gonna say is, don't get Brooks started on the Cardinals. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let's go there. I mean, my family, my family loves the Cardinals, so I kind of grew up in it. Sean uh, just recently got his first uh, Cardinals hat, flat uh, bill. Got a flat bill. Way to go! Way to go! <laughs> Assimilate in Rome. When in Rome. That's it. What'd you say? Who? Assim- what? Assimilate? I said, uh, oh, I said assimilate to the Borg. Oh. I'm sorry. Well, you're saying that I was talking to Southern. Nope, I did not say it at all. You said it, not me. So I cannot be blamed for bringing it out. But since you brought it out. <laughs> you're funny. Oh, no, no, no. You said it, not me. No, I, I said thought you said it, though. <laughs> nope, I said assimilate to the Borg, and that was a very nerdy thing for me to say. It goes back to Star Trek, but nobody caught it. Nope. So I'm nope, alone. Glazing over. I'm alone. <laughs> I'm alone. It's we lo- okay. We love you, Heinz. We love you. Yeah, the next time I have to do a podcast without you, I'm just going to do it all on nerdy stuff. Like, <laughs> just by myself, I'm just going to nerd out on Star Wars and Star Trek. No, no. Remember, we told everyone. Before some things happen, which we'll get to in a second, we told everyone the next podcast you're gonna nerd out on Bigfoot, <laughs> and I'm gonna let you. No, yeah, please. That's and what we have to do next. And you're surprisingly, I have a story for you, which I'm not gonna disclose tonight. <gasps> please don't. But Thank I, you. we both know someone who claims they encountered Bigfoot. <gasps> Stop. Are you serious? I want to say. I legit recorded the conversation. (gasps) Oh my gosh. He's about to lose his mind over here. Oh my God. I need a shower now. Do you know how much he loves Bigfoot? You probably do, Sean. I do. I bust his balls all the time about it. I know. I know know he he loves Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah, Have you ever asked and talked to him about mermaids? Crazy. Mermaids? Oh my oh, god. Do you believe in mermaids, Jenna? We talked about mermaids. Oh. He loves mermaids. Who <laughs> would? That goes yeah. back to Disney and Ariel, doesn't it? She was cute, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. She was cute. Hey, you know, whatever. Um, anyway, I He believes they're real. I can't. He watches documentaries about mermaids and Bigfoot. Okay. I, I See, listen. You guys can pile on all you want. No, I'm just saying facts the, over here. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, history and the fossil record will prove me correct. I could. I'm just gonna say I could get behind. So hard right now. I'm eye rolling. So I could get behind hard. mermaids a lot quicker than I could fucking Bigfoot. Because the ocean, we haven't even Why? explored the depths of the sea. So who knows what's down there? You know. Mm. Okay. Under the sea, da, da, da. Under, Under the sea. Yeah, we're gonna throw that in right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay, we definitely have to have this conversation. I don't, we don't even have to do it on the podcast, dude. I want to hear that conversation you had with the guy. But yeah, we we'll do it. it on the, we have to put it on the podcast. We have to interview this guy on the podcast. I cannot wait. 
Spoiler I'm alert. Excited. It's a woman. <laughs> oh. Yeah, why is he have to Even be a guy, better. Michael? Even better because women are more believable than men. That's true. Yeah, because they don't... Yeah, they're harder to, like, <laughs> believe things, I feel like. No, it's, it's which makes brutal. them more believable. That's right. Anyway, we'll Sweet. do it. Dude, I'm so excited He's right now. He's super pumped now. Every every week when we talk, I'm going to be like, are we going to do Bigfoot this week? <laughs> 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 are we going to do Bigfoot this week? All right. I'll be patient. We'll do it. Let's so, do it. Well, this right. week. Um, this week, we got something else to talk about uh, 30 minutes yes. into the podcast. That's all right. <laughs> it is what it is. We're just chilling, you know? We're chilling. So, obviously, I was not on the last podcast, and um, prior to that, we had a week or two where we kind of missed stuff, and um, that was because of some things that had happened in Brooke and I's life. Um, I know we took a whole podcast to um, announce that we're pregnant, and you kind of interviewed me on being a father and being a dad, and that was awesome. Um, but we just, um, what is it? Two and a half weeks now. Yep. Two and a half weeks. Um, basically we went to the doctor one early morning and, um, not soon after that found out we had lost our little baby boy and we wanted to tell our story one, when we were ready and two, just because, I mean, there's a there's a lot of people that come out of the woodworks when something like that happens to you. I mean, even, like, my aunt, she had one, I mean, multiple decades ago and never said anything until, you know, we were all sharing what's going on with us. And I, I feel like it's something people don't talk about so much. Um, and I think that's changing. And it's something that, you know, you never think's going to happen to you. And that's definitely my testimony. I mean, I had no fucking clue what was mm-hmm. coming. Um, and, yeah, so we wanted to, um, you know, it's, it's not a fun conversation, but we want to tell our story so people know this is a thing. And it's not as uncommon as you think. And... Honestly, more people need to tell their story. Um, So that's kind of what we wanted to do. And also, I didn't want to just not talk about it. I felt like I'd be doing myself, my wife, and whoever's listening a disservice. And I wouldn't be authentic if I just went on the next one and had a Bigfoot conversation and everything was happy. Because not everything is happy right now. So, yeah. so we want to be honest and we want to share some things and, you know, hopefully, you know, sharing our story, maybe someone will find comfort or maybe they'll learn something or whatever the case is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so a very tough situation and, and hard feelings for sure. And, and me and Jenna, we've, talked about it and prayed for you guys and absolutely and have been broken for you guys and yeah. and hurt for you and uh 
I, I don't, me personally, I've cussed out God because I've, I was so upset, but I, it's not, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, just very, very hard place to be in. Um, so I don't know how deep you want to get into the details, but if you'd like to start from the beginning, I mean, the floor is yours. You and Brooke, Brooke, if you want to start. Yeah. If, um, if you can. I mean, I'll start with, uh, you know, it might be difficult to talk about, but like Sean said, um, we definitely want people to, um, to know kind of, you know, what we went through, but also know that, um, it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to, um, it's okay to actually, um, you know, express your feelings, even though you're experiencing so many different ones. Um, we, uh, I got up early one morning and, uh, I just felt like something was wrong. Like the day prior had little issues, um, concerns, different things. And the next morning I kind of just, uh, kind of felt like something was wrong. I don't know if it was just like an instinct or, you know, uh, just knew that something was different. And our doctor actually, her office was closed on that Thursday because they're closed every Thursday and um, they give you like a little packet whenever you go to um, when you start seeing her it's like your little Bible to carry through the whole pregnancy and on the last page it says if uh, you know if our office is closed and you're having issues please go to the women's uh, the women's hospital ER and so about five o'clock I um five o'clock in the morning, I woke Sean up and said, you know, we probably need to go just to get things checked out. And he, of course, is not a morning person. So he was <laughs> like, he like woke up, you know, super fast and um, was still kind of asleep, but he drove. And I think like, you know, on our way there, um, I just, I knew, I like, I, I had like some type of like something was going on. Um, he, of course, like, I started crying, like, just on the way there, and he just was like, Brooke, what, you know, like, am I being ignorant? Like, why are we, like, what, what are we looking at here? What could be our options whenever we get there? And I said, you know, there's different things. I'm worried about, you know, possibly, you know, losing our baby. So, um, To which I was like, well, there's no way in hell that that's happening, so don't even think that way, you know, like... Literally yeah, so, in my head, it was not a thing mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, and so um, we get there, um, you know, get checked in and everything. Hospital is amazing. Everyone there is just super amazing. Um, get us in a room. Um, last time we went, we had been to the doctor, what, 10 days before? I think a little less than that, yeah. Excuse me. Less than, uh, so like less than 10 days. Because we had just found out that... We were having a boy mm-hmm. and like had pretty much settled on a name. And I mean, everything was just like, you know, I don't even think it was 10 days. Yeah. So like let maybe maybe a week or yeah. so. Um, and uh, so they had some difficulties at our last appointment finding the heartbeat because he was laying so low. So. Whenever they got in there, they did their tests and checks and, you know, the doctor was in there and um, 
they couldn't find the heartbeat again. We just figured, you know, he was still super low. We, you know, still were hoping everything was fine. They brought in a um, ultrasound machine, like a bedside one that was brand new. The lady didn't know how to work it. So, so then we were kind of like, they couldn't find anything. And she did say that she was concerned. And at that point, I'm like, babe, <laughs> she doesn't know how to work the machine. Like, we're, we're good. You know, don't freak out yet. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, so she's like, well, we're going to send you down to ultrasound just to verify. She, uh, she told us that she, she was like, I, you know, I'm a little concerned about the heartbeat. Everything should be fine. So we go to um, the ultrasound room and then um, you're like laying on this bed. She's got the ultrasound like, you know, up above like your head, but also on the wall in front of you is a big flat screen TV that's doing everything that she's doing on her ultrasound machine. And things just look different on the ultrasound. Like there wasn't a... Yeah, it was confusing. It, like, I couldn't even see the shape of a baby, Yeah, honestly. Mm. Yeah. And I, it felt like eternity, because, like, we're waiting to hear the goom, goom, goom. Yeah, goom, the heartbeat. Know? Yeah. It just, well, they couldn't find the heartbeat. <laughs> nice. And then, um, so, yeah, the doctor ended up coming in there while the ultrasound... Uh, the ultrasound tech was still like doing a few things and she said you know this is what we were worried about you know there is no heartbeat and um so then it was just kind of like still hadn't hit me yeah mm-hmm. so it's still kind of like i'm just still thinking, like, like looking so at the find the damn heartbeat like, yeah you gotta just, find the heartbeat right, right. looking at the screen like something is you know something's got to come up there and then they're like well do you need do you guys need some time and then I think that's whenever they left, we were kind of like, oh, this is. Yeah, it was still like a like a shock and awe. And then once they left, I literally said, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And then I took a breath and we both just lost it. Yeah. Because it was real then. It was right. like, oh, you didn't find a heartbeat because... We have a dead baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, to be blunt. And, you know, so, so my thing is, like, um, you know, we are about, when was this? So we're about, like, eight months into marriage, you know, and emotionally we've seen each other cry maybe a few times at our wedding. Not, like, devastation cry. So this yeah. was just like a new kind of a moment where we were both vulnerable yeah. to the fact that, you know, we were rock bottom. Yeah. You know, this was devastating for us. And I don't know, during that moment, it was just. It's something that you can't yeah. explain. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's just, you know, the. It's just all over. And you're like, what the hell? You know, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, the nurses and all, they were great, but it still was just, I mean, you know, they gave us like what felt to be like, you know, two or three minutes and they're like, okay, well we need to get you back to your room and talk about some stuff. And it's just like, 
what do you want to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Is this real? Yeah. She like, I'm going to wake up, yeah. right? Like, this she is a horrible fucking dream. Yeah, she wanted to right. talk about, like, our options. And by the and at that point, it was like, what do we have to decide? Like, what is there to, like, what are, what are we doing? Like, I'm literally just, like, walking back. A zomb- I, I have no clue what is going on. And then, um, yeah, we get back to the room. The doctor comes in, who was supposed to change shift, like, what, 30 minutes ago? And she stayed yeah. during with, with us during this whole process. And um, we get back to the room. Um, she goes over. The nurse and her are both in there. They go over a few things. You know, they they kind of let us know that it's nothing that we did. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of reassuring to us because yeah. that's the first thing you think of whenever right. is, what did I do? You Absolutely. know, why? Why? And, um, and I think... After the doctor left, some of it's like, I don't, I haven't really honestly thought about every play by play (laughs) since, but, um, I guess my mom had texted you and said she was like, yeah, so as all this is happening, um, Brooke's mom and stepdad were wanted to come because they were kind of concerned too, just because it was early in the morning and it's like, well, if something's wrong, you want to be there, you know. So mm-hmm. the thing is, the the hospital we went to is about an hour and 20-minute drive from where we live. Oh, wow. Um, but well worth it because, like, this is mm-hmm. what they do. They specialize mm-hmm. in women, and they specialize in pregnancies. Um, it's a nerve-wracking as hell to drive there. But yeah. <laughs> when you're yeah, there, I mean, too. it is so, so worth it. Um but yeah, anyway, so we had told, you know, well, hey, mom, if you're coming, like, you should leave now because it's like over an hour drive. So by the time we got back to the room and all this had, you know, been relayed to us, I'm getting a text from uh, Brooke's mom saying, hey, we're outside. And I'm just like, you know, I mean, I've just done some hardcore traumatic crying Mm -hmm. so there's no way that you can look at me and be like oh everything's fine yeah uh and unbeknownst to us um brooke's best friend was talking to her early that morning and she told us later like she was heading to work and then she's like no you know what i got a feeling i'm just gonna make the drive um yeah she turned around so i walk out there to get her mom and i see Bryn and Susan and Steve and I'm I just nod to them and then they walk behind me and we get to the room and that's when everyone kind of figured something really shitty had happened and wow yeah and then uh you know you do what you do and yeah you cry and you question and you yeah. curse and you know you question more and cry harder and <clears throat> yeah process and you just do what you do because that's what you got to and then you know the doctors are kind of like well um since your doctor is out of uh out of town not out of town (laughs) since your doctor's off today we'll schedule what's called a dnc Mm -hmm. for early in the morning and uh you'll come back and we'll do this like 20 to 30 minute procedure and Mm -hmm. basically you know clean 
all this stuff out and make sure that you know Brooke's healthy and and all that and uh they gave us a little bit more time to kind of gather ourselves and they gave us a little bit of paperwork on you know miscarriages and they gave us this little clear stone with an angel thing in it yeah Mm -hmm. and at the time you're like angry and confused and want to throw the stone (laughs) and just so lost and you're like you're giving me a fucking papers and a stone yeah yeah well and i think at that time they're still explaining everything to us about like um losing a child um before see we were we were four months so we were 16 weeks um and losing a child after uh, or before 20 weeks they do um they could do what was called a common burial where um other uh families that have um lost their babies um they do every four months they do a common burial um, and they have a ceremony for all of the, you know, the, the babies. Wow. And, um, and it, we, they gave us three options. We could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we could, uh, have our own ceremony mm-hmm. or we could, what? Basically dis- the, the hospital would just dispose. dispose of it. Yeah. So of course, um, at that time, you know, there's a lot of emotions. We don't know what to pick. Mm-hmm. So, like we said, you know, we would um, we would discuss it and um, figure out what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we're heading home. Yeah. And we're we decided to, you know, every, everyone was like, "Well, we can drive you. We can drive you." And I'm like, "No, I just want to be alone with her. Like, we'll make it." You know. And. It was a long ass drive, and we made it to we the first made McDo- it home. No, we we stopped like three different times. Yeah, we stopped at every McDonald's. Yeah, on the way home. On the way, yeah, I had to use the bathroom. Then we then were I, thirsty. Then we were thirsty. Then we were like, "Well, we should eat like a biscuit or something." Um, Hope you got fries. Fries, please say you please got say fries. You got fries. <laughs> well, it was in the morning. It was in the morning. So we got hash browns. We got hash browns. Yeah, fair. Um, fair. Yeah, so then I, like, on the way home, I was so uncomfortable. Like, I would put my seat back. I would uh, put my legs up on the dashboard. I was super, like, crampy, which they said was, you know, something that, um, you know, could have been, that could happen because of everything that I had done. And Mm -hmm. um, they, or I just, like... I just felt like my like every so often my stomach would just cramp and I you know was just super uncomfortable and we made it to El Dorado which is about 10 minutes from Harrisburg where we live and I told Sean I said you got to pull into the McDonald's I gotta go to the bathroom like I, I've got to go to the bathroom and you want me to say it or well, I mean, I'm sitting in the car, <laughs> just like sitting there, and <clears throat> I get a text that says, I think I just passed in the toilet. I need a bag. What yeah, do I gosh. do? And I just went into like, holy fucking shit, what mode? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. For sure. I don't know what I thought. I don't know how I yeah. felt. I was just oh like, God. uh, 
Yeah, so apparently the cramps that I was having was actually, like, labor. Like, I actually went into labor in the Eldorado McDonald's bathroom. Um, So I'm calling... He's calling everybody. My one friend who I know works at a hospital, and he didn't answer because obviously he's at work. And then I called uh, her best friend, who I think was on the phone with... Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> and then I called her mom, and I'm just like, uh, I, I don't know, like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. You know, right. like, I'm, I, I don't know. Like, I don't yeah. have a bag. Yeah. Right. So right. he, like, so I was, I was obviously in the women's bathroom, and there was one person in there the entire time, and I don't know how, but, um, I, Sean came in, I told him, you know, go get run and get a bag. I had already talked to Bryn on the phone, which is my best friend. She lives in El Dorado and she apparently made it from her house to McDonald's in under a minute. I don't know. She lives like five minutes away, but she literally (laughs) walked in like a few minutes later and I don't, I have still to this day, I'm not for sure how she got there that fast or time just stood still. I'm not for sure. Right. Um, and then I was on the phone with the uh, ER where we had just left, and they told us to uh, get the baby, put it in a bag, oh, um, bring it back, bring it back, and we need. I needed to come back because I'll oh. have to figure out, you know, everything. But during that time, I was still losing a lot of blood. Yeah, and we went. We got. Uh, Sean was able to, um, Sean was able to get the baby and put it in a bag. And we, I told Bryn. Which is fucked up, man. Yeah. Oh, completely. Terrible. Completely. So traumatic, guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. We, um, got everything. I kind of just went into, I don't even know. I think I went into, like, super like survival mode or something yeah and because well, um, at that point it's like well there's clearly nothing that can be done to save our little boy mm-hmm. so yeah now we have to do whatever we have to do to get brooke okay right and that's what we did we just yeah by the time i had uh the interesting part about this is not to be weird, but I don't know how you could be any more weird than we're getting. Yeah. But the, the McDonald's toilet was like one of those sensor flush. Oh, and God. it never flushed Mm-mm. when she Thank stood you, up or the entire time we're in there moving around. It didn't flush until I had scooped up my unborn child mm. and then it just flushed. And I'm, it didn't really hit me until I think the next day, maybe. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. wait, how did, like, maybe that's some fucked up version of a blessing or something. I don't know. Absolutely. But, like, how did it not just, you know, flush when you stood up? Like, yeah. And because I, I was. That's insane. Yeah. It was, uh, I was definitely up and down, and there would have been something. It would have had to have, you know, the sensory part would have had to have went off. So. I have no clue wow. as to how it didn't go off. Yeah, didn't think about that, that's for sure. Holy moly. So then we basically, uh, we go to, to Bryn's house, because it's obviously close, and yeah, kind of clean Brooke up and get her ready to travel for an hour. And 
Then we shoot over there, and uh, by that time, you know, since we had already talked to the hospital, they called in her doctor on her day off, and she got in and was just a freaking bulldog. I mean, yeah, she's um, she owned it. She was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> she someone came else in. had the equipment she needed, and she's like, "Excuse me." Yeah. And then about 35 seconds later, she comes in, like, suited up, ready for surgery. And she's like, let's go. We're doing this now. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, so apparently um, apparently during all of that time, I had um, lost quite a bit of blood. And um, a lot of the other risks outweigh, or a lot of the other risks didn't outweigh the, the loss of blood that I was um, losing. And I... Um, I just, honestly, like, I was scared to death, and I was shaky, and I I just knew that we had to do it in order to, for me to be okay at that point. Yeah. And mm-hmm. leaving, you know, my husband, my best friend, and my mom behind me, and, you know, going into this or room where everyone was like it was like a pit crew like everyone had a job like Mm -hmm. everyone you know and they were all so nice to me so like encouraging and yeah that was that's all i remember until i woke up i was about to say did they knock you out they had to yeah yeah they had to intubate me and everything like yeah it was um Yeah, it was a, it was a big deal. Did you have to? How much blood did they end up realizing that? Well, you I don't lost? know how much blood that I had lost prior, but I do know during surgery I had lost what thirty or not thirty three hundred. Whatever it is, c c c so like, like three hundred cc's during surgery, and they had um, they had oh me sign God. some paperwork prior um in mm-hmm. case they had they needed to give me a transfusion, transfusion. Or, and yeah. which they did not have to do thank thank god uh, and yeah um do you know what type you are what he would he like do the same yeah i'm yeah i'm o positive oh, okay mm-hmm. yeah so like they they even read it to me they're like we know you're o positive and i'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um but yeah like when i woke up i could hear people like talking um, I could hear people, um, like say, you know, like going over like my, um, my blood pressure and everything I could, I could hear, but I couldn't move. Like I hadn't opened yeah. my eyes yet. Yeah. And I think I was like trying to open my eyes and I just couldn't yet. And, um, yeah. And like the first thing that I set, like they, I finally woke up and they're, they were like, um, you know, everything went good. Um, we'll bring in, we'll bring in your husband and your family. Well, yeah. And then we <clears throat> came in and that was that. Yeah. But on well, top I'm... of this, we um, had just discovered that we had a plumbing issue. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had the plumber come out the same day all this was happening and he basically said you can take a shower but you can't use the toilet at all and obviously this is not a <laughs> I mean that's you know 
that can't happen from toilet. what's going right. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was just another thing of like, what the fuck's going on today? Like, yeah. First, it was a miscarriage that was just like out of left field. Then it's like a second trauma of the McDonald's thing and oh, yeah. stuff that I would never want anyone to go through or see yeah. or right, feel. Right. And now it's like we can't even come home to our freaking house. Like, yeah, it was just, it right, literally felt like, yeah, swear to God, someone pinch me. Like I need to fucking wake up now. Like mm-hmm. this is, this isn't real. This can't be yeah. real. You know, and I mean, I guess to kind of, I don't know if you can or not, but parallel, you know, we talked about 9-11. I mean, the trauma and stuff that people went through in 9-11, like, I don't, you know, you always think, like, how could you jump out of a building? Mm-hmm. I don't know that they thought about it. Yeah. Right. I, right. I didn't have a thought that day <laughs> after the initial, mm-hmm. do you need a second? It was just a one big traumatic. You needed a whole lot of seconds. Whirlwind, yeah, you know, and yeah, but I think yeah. like emotionally, you know, like you you go through this, you go through this traumatic thing to begin with, and then in your mind you have, um, you see it as the next day you're going to do this, you'll get everything taken care of, yeah. and then all of a sudden like things are just like flipped and you know you're sitting in a mcdonald's bathroom and going back over there and you know it's just not how you know that it was planned but it's also just like it was just so like it was just (laughs) it was just so traumatic more Mm -hmm. than what it should have you know that it should have been absolutely it was very numbing and mm-hmm. the literal sense of unreal. Absolutely. It just didn't feel real. Yeah. And even now, some of it's like, did that happen? Yeah. And, you know, like I said before, um, you find out through stuff like this, oh, wow, so many people around us have gone through a miscarriage. Yeah. And it's, I don't want to say it's comforting. It's only comforting because you know you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know people have gone through it and they have went on and had families. And Yeah. I mean, some haven't. Some have had sure. to adopt. Some just shut down and never want to have sex again. Like, there's different stories. But on the, on the majority from the ones, you know, that we've been connected to, hearing their story, you go on. You, you figure out what normal becomes and you never forget what happened but you you move on and i can get that the thing that really got me is like i mean you want to talk about being pissed at god or anything or anyone and everyone is like why did my wife have to go through the second part of everything you know like why did i have to go through like why should anyone ever go through that yeah and i know it kind of took me back a couple of days had gone by, but it, it took me back to the, the conversation that uh, Michael, me, and your friend were having that one night about why does God do and or allow things to happen. And boy, let me tell you, <laughs> I was cursing at God, why did you let this happen? Yeah. And why did it have to happen this way? Yeah. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, the most of our story is, like, super rare. I mean, that doesn't happen. Usually go in the next day or, you know, whatever. It's It's not like this super awkward, horrible, traumatic thing and... Mm-hmm. Or at least pass it at home, and it's not, you know. Yeah. In McDonald's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the comfort of your it's, own home, kind of, you know. Yeah. And it's weird to say, but it, it's almost like that trumped the miscarriage, as mm. far as trauma goes, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And trying to even figure out what that means, and I'm saying it right now. I I don't know. And I guess my point is, like, you know, it's been two and a half weeks now, and it's still... I was telling Brooke today, like, I just stare, and I'm literally not thinking anything. I just... There's... I I don't even know how to describe it. I I just feel, like, so numb and just, like, fuck it. I don't want to work. I don't want to eat, you know, I don't want to poop. Like, I don't know what I want to do. I just feel lost, I guess. I think we're right now we're still, like, going through the motions um, because we have to. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I wanted to also make a point that um, we have amazing, like, support. We have amazing mm-hmm. family. We have amazing friends. Um, you really find out who is there for you, who truly loves you during moments like this. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, and- another part of just adding shit on was, you know, there was some family drama that we won't discuss, but and it's neither here nor there. The point is it's just stuff that happened, and because of that, you know, certain family members reacted or actually did not react at all. And, uh, mm. you know, we've really yet to see or hear from them in a genuine sense. And it's just like, are you shitting me? You know, like, fuck yeah. the drama. Like, <laughs> this is when we need you. Yeah. You know, yeah, this like, is when. This is when we need you the most. Like, right. put everything... Put all that bullshit aside. Put every, yeah, yeah, put it aside. Just, like, be there for those yep. that have been there for, for you. Like... And our friends here, honestly, on the majority, have been the ones to do that. And it's... It's been awesome. It's overwhelming. Because, you know, like... They just step in, and for some reason, you're just super emotional about it. Um. And I'll say this, that um, we were talking about the um, plumbing issue, and, like, our friends, they, um, they've actually experienced a miscarriage, and... Um, yeah, like... What was it, like four, six months uh, yeah, ago? Yeah, six months, yes. I mean, not that long ago. Yeah, six, seven months ago. And, wow. you know, they bought a house, like, in a different town and had not sold their house here in Harrisburg and, you know, gave it to us to stay in together while 
um, while our plumbing was getting fixed and we were able to be there you know me and Sean by you know by ourselves during you know the crucial moments you know like right after everything you know healing and you know to be there for each other and it was just like like we have amazing people here we have um we have amazing people like everywhere like you guys have been amazing um you know our parents have been amazing uh and it's just that whenever you go through something so heartbreaking and so Mm -hmm. just like traumatic the people that are there for you during that time leave like lasting imprints on you i mean it is like you Mm -hmm. won't forget it you won't forget Mm -hmm. who was there for you exactly yeah i tell you what the the guy who the the family that gave you the house I I tell you, I I'd kiss their feet just for the chance to be able to poop and flush the toilet and not have to worry about the plumbing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I was. No, that was. It was a lifesaver. Dude, it was huge. Yeah. It's huge that they were able to do that, and it was like straight up. If if they were ever thinking, God, why can we not sell this house? Right. <laughs> I think they even said that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, just, yeah, and I'm just just serious. Just like thinking about how things just work together for those who love God and are called according to his purpose, according to scripture, you know? Definitely. Like if if they were thinking, like, man, we can't sell this house, it's a nice house, blah, 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 blah. Not knowing that, hey, several months down the road, you and Sean would need to you guys would need to be there need a place to to go to a place of safety yeah yeah and just like yeah and just just so generous yeah and just so generous about it like left us like food and water and snacks and like all necessities that we need and you know like and then you know and then just our friends like people bringing us food and making sure we don't have to worry about anything you know like Right. My best friend staying with us just to just seriously just to be there, just laying on the couch with us, like just hanging out, making sure we're okay. And every day since, like everybody has, you know, checked on us um, because it it does take time. And, you know, like absolutely to process everything to to, heal. Yeah. Yeah. And like and then I had to go back to work last week. And my work family is just, is, um, is amazing. I mean, I knew that whenever I went back to work, I had a great support system. I mean, I'm with them more than I'm with, you know, family pretty much. And they were all, you know, like they're a part of my family. So it was just like going back there, um, and just getting back in the routine and just, being able to just breathe and knowing that someone's there if I if I need something or knowing you know if I need a minute like Mm -hmm. they understand Mm -hmm. like yeah it's um it's just it's been heartbreaking but it still is yeah it's not like it's over 
Yeah. I mean, well, that's, that's what I was going to ask. Over. What are your? There's just so you many different. Yeah, there's just so many different emotions right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'm still kind of, you know, pinching myself at times to see if this is real, if it really yeah. happened, because I think right. like. We didn't physically have something, you know, like we didn't physically like have a baby to hold in our arms and it's just it just seems unreal. Well, cuz on one side it's like there's nothing to be missed. Yeah. It's just the mm. idea of what was, you know, coming. And I'm sure that's completely different even for for you babe because I wasn't growing in me. Right. I didn't feel yeah. it flutter and yeah. you know I can't imagine the difference there, but it, uh, it's all very real and it's very common. I think they said 25% of all pregnancies end in a miscarriage. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy number. Change after the first one versus others. And, you know, anyway, you kind of find people's stories out when things happen but we wanted to just i mean that's kind of what you know we talk about random shit on this podcast and try and get satisfyingly deep and be funny and hang out and we do it all in realness and just being human and uh you know that's yeah we want people to hear the story you know i want you to be emotional if you feel like being emotional I, i don't want your pity yeah. You know, but yeah. I want you to know, like, this happens and shit happens. Yeah, but yeah. I think, like, with this, like, we both have come. I We've, one, we've never been closer. For sure. And we both have come to the peace, you know, the peace that, you know, you go through all these um, different types of, um, what is it, denial, like, the whole... Uh, grieving the grieving process yeah yeah and you go through all of them um you know i still think that we are you know going through it but we've both been angry we both Mm -hmm. have been questioning god but we always go back to our faith we always go back to um we get you know everyone tells us you know everything happens for a reason yeah and um we definitely understand that, but it's still hard to hear. Yeah. I'm personally sick of hearing Yeah, it. and that's what, that's I, what I was, I was about getting to say. To say. I can only imagine. Stand in my shoes and say that. Right. Yeah. 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 But and I'm sure I'll, I'll say that again. I believe that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. at least You'll personally. you feel better. Personally, just, you know, for me, I, I'm sick of hearing that shit. I was going to say, you get sure. sick of hearing yeah. that cliche. Yeah. yeah some people definitely. just, you know, they're fluff and they don't know how to react right. and they just feel like they yeah. have to say something and then they say something yeah. out of like ignorance almost yeah. and it's like sure or i don't want to like- fucking hear the plans that god has for me <laughs> right it feels like i want to know why but, i had to go yeah. through the shit i went through can you answer yeah. that no. oh you can't yeah. then fucking get away from me please like just leave me alone you're not doing any good here yeah. you yeah. know yeah. But yeah, definitely. I think we both have, you know, come to peace with, you know, it happened. Um, it happened, you know, when it did was probably better than happening later in the pregnancy. You know, if there oh, was gosh, something, yeah. you know, that was 
wrong. I, I can't imagine. And, you know, this happens to people, and I can't even imagine. No doubt. Like, birthing your child, and it's dead or it dies. Yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, I only got to... This is fucked up, but it is what it is, so I'm going to say it. But I only got to hold my son because he was laying in a toilet. But I can't imagine holding, you know, your nine-month-old newborn and it just taking its last breath, you know? like I. So, you know, in a way, it's easy for me to say, fuck you, God, why is this happening? Why'd you allow it? But it's also, you know, what did we miss you know maybe this is a blessing even though i don't want to hear that yeah right now Mm -hmm. you know right i mean and there that's along with the what if game you know which we play all the time what if we didn't have sex when we we were pregnant would that did that do something or oh my god we didn't you had a beer on you know whatever holiday that was before we knew you were pregnant like did that do it or oh what if like you went over this bump too hard or what if you had a headache? You know, you play all these games of like, right. what if, yeah. And you can't do that, but you, you do. Can't. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah, I think like, I think emotionally, you know, we both are still, you know, processing. We both are still um, physically for myself. It's been shit. <laughs> it's been, it's just been like you go from being pregnant to not being pregnant but you still look like you're pregnant i guess maybe like that's kind of one of the hard like that's super hard for me is i still kind of feel look but i'm not and right that's one yeah. thing I was going to say. Like one day you're pregnant. I can't, I can't even imagine how that feels. Like one day you're pregnant and the next day, you know. You're not. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. That's so intense. Yeah. And especially That's like emotions, crazy. hormones, like right. different things. Right. Yeah. Like there's so many yeah. different things. Yeah. Because it's different than like <clears throat> if we birthed a termed baby. Right. You know, your, your mm-hmm. body is you know oh time for milk time to lose the fat right yeah time to still be crazy hormones and have munchies but when you go from like your body is growing this person inside of you to now the person's gone but your body Mm -hmm. still thinks that you had a baby well no that you had a baby it's just like well wait we're like (laughs) and halfway through this thing what what? yeah and like i'm not even yeah, and your body does things like it goes into like baby mode whenever you yeah. know you have a miscarriage because then your body thinks that you did have the baby. So there's certain things that start happening and then you're just Ugh. like what do we do? Yeah. And like luckily we have a, a a wonderful amazing doctor who, you know, we went in and you know talked to her a week after everything and she did run like every test that she could to make Good. sure there wasn't anything um there's not anything wrong with like my blood clotting disorders or if i have one if i have that or if like mm-hmm. i had an infection or yeah. you know anything like that but it's still like your body is your body still looks like it's like confused or you know yeah 
yeah your body still looks like you're pregnant and mm-hmm. i guess like i had i had self you know i i was super self-conscious about myself anyways and i have self-image issues and um and and you know like i don't know why because you fine as hell <laughs> right <laughs> but you know you go from um you know i i haven't you know worked out probably the the most that i could and you know um but you go back and you know now i'm not pregnant so like what what do i do now um you know how am i supposed to feel like i'll have Mm -hmm. days you know where i'm sitting there and like i i i I forget that i that i'm not pregnant Mm -hmm. and then it's just like super like you go through it through your head Mm -hmm. again you go through it all over again it's just like a nightmare yeah that won't go away That's deep yeah well we've been like totally praying for you guys and you know i as soon as michael told me i was my mouth just dropped i was like oh my god because yeah. it was just like just the trauma you know of everything that like and i and i i got off the phone because i had to go to a meeting and i was like but why just like Sean, like you, like, why did it even have to happen like that? You know? Um, but we love you guys. You know, I wish we lived closer so we could have, you know, made you some really bad Southern cooking. Um, (laughs) 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 um, but I, yeah, I would have really made you a really bad batch of sweet tea. Um, (laughs) And then yeah. I just would have got pissed. Right, right. And then, Why are uh, you Brooklyn. even here? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I would have well, made really probably bad, just bad macaroni and cheese. I can't <laughs> fry chicken, so I just want to apologize. I don't know how you fuck up mac and cheese, though. <laughs> don't hate, don't hate. I mean, All if right. I got like Marie Kal- Kalinders, we would have been okay. Or like Kraft, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> so. Vita, yo. Okay, I can do that too. That works. Well, we definitely love you. We um, we love you guys. Appreciate the support and everything. We um, we definitely feel we feel all the love. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah and before we kind of move along, because I'm talking about this for a minute, but you know, <clears throat> when the plumbing was fixed, I uh, I came over to check it out and make sure everything's good. You know and I had bought a pack of cigarettes um, because, you know. Oh, wow. Why the fuck not? Mm-hmm. And uh, before I went in, I'm standing out there, you know, smoking a cigarette, just like staring at nothing. And <clears throat> so we have these rose bushes in front of our house. And um, Brooke had a new metal roof put on the house before uh, I kind of came along. And it kind of goes over the gutters. Like, they didn't do a really good job with the whole gutter thing. But anyway, another conversation. Um, Mm -hmm. So, like, the first good spring rain, it just came and, like, demolished our little rose bushes and a couple other, what do they call Knockout rose bushes. No, the the other things. Oh, hostas. Hostas. And I get super excited about the rose bushes. Oh, I bet. (laughs) You know, the roses were blooming, and they're pretty, and they're growing, and then just nothing. Nothing, yeah. And then all spring, them things stayed dead. And, like, I mean dead. Like, 
brown everywhere. <laughs> like, we should have pruned them, but we didn't, because what's mm-hmm. the point? It's going to rain again. Right. I don't know how to. And I look over, and here's this one rose that had bloomed. Mm. And there was a slight breeze in the air, and the chimes on the front porch were ringing. And, and I was, like, kind of looking at it. And then I just had this thought, and like, call me crazy, call me mystical, maybe I'm looking into it, I don't know, but Mm -mm. it's a thing, because it happened. And I just thought, like, you know, I couldn't help but stare at that rose and be like, huh, I wonder if that bloomed for Asher. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's probably stupid to most people, but it was just so crazy, like, here in the midst of all this shit. Yeah. And you know, can't go to our house and... Right, right. We're just emotionally drained and still in shock and all this stuff and this one damn rose bloomed. And it was kind of special. Absolutely. So, take that for what it's worth, but... I love that. No, I think that it's key to find the, at least try to find the positive in situations like this. You know, I, I we did a whole podcast on, you know, the the question why, right? Yep. What what did we call it, bro? It was like when God is silent, right? Yep. Two parter. A two parter, because the fact is, is that. Um, in times like, like these, God seems to be silent, but can I get satisfyingly deep for a second? Put it on me. (laughs) I, I think that in this case for you guys, I think a good way to look at this and, and believe me, I'm not trying to tell you how to feel or what to think, right? Sure. But, I mean, I care. And, you know, we, we feel for you guys. But from an outsider's perspective, looking in, I would say that instead of looking at this as God being silent, you can look at this and say, God has actually spoken to you and shown his love and shown his care through all of the people and all of the different little things that brought a smile to your face in the last couple weeks. Through all of those things put together, combined, I would say that that's God not being silent. That's God actually showing himself strong on your behalf. Amen, bro. That that you you guys have seen God be on your side. By even this is like the best friend that the love, yeah, the outpouring, the best, the best friend that just decided that day not to go to work, but to just show up. And the fact that she stayed, and the fact that she stayed, her sleeping. Yeah, people brought you food and the food. I mean, your the parents coming right away. Absolutely, absolutely. Ah, man, just all of those things combined. It's like God is speaking. God is saying, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to show you a different way that I, you know, that I'm that I'm here for you, that I love you. Well, and the, and even the rose, which I think is so like, some, call me weird, but symbolic, you know, of 
like fresh beginning, you know, a new beginning, a new rose that just popped up, you know, it's just, it's a, it's beautiful when you begin to look at the things that God surrounds us with or brings into our lives. And when God, when you're just at rock, like you said, rock bottom. And I just, a heart for you guys, because you know what? I don't know if I'd be able to be where you guys are at. And, um, and you, you know, just, <laughs> I know you guys have gone through it, but I just, that's a lot. That's a lot. But just the beauty of the, the friendship and the love, you know, that he's, you know, just providing you through people and through things. It's, um, that's incredible. Yeah, you're, you're both 100% right. Yeah, and, and and the thing is that a lot of times people miss it because they're looking for something specific on their for themselves, right? They're they're looking they're looking for, for that thing to be fixed. Yeah, they're looking for a quick fix or for a, a you big know miracle. something to change and yeah, the emotions miracle. or something like yeah. that. But uh, the fact is, is that uh, the small things matter as well, and they yeah. add up to bigger things. You know what I mean? So definitely. Like, you you guys, God had your back. Like I said, the the dude, the, the friends whose Getting house didn't right sell. Now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's perfect timing, and who knows? Maybe now, you know, in the next month or so, that house is sell for for more. Who yeah. knows? But we tried was, selling it. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone you know, who came over were like, "Hey, you like the house?" <laughs> there you go. So it was set up though. I I have to err on the side of, you know, yeah, this it worked out for your good, yeah, for your for your benefit, and eventually God's glory. And and I think that you know something that's super comforting is, Sean, what you and I talked about, I don't know, last week or a couple of weeks ago now, how there there was a guy who talked about uh, he he ended up dying and going to heaven, and when he was there. He saw all of these kids, all these kids that had died as, as infants or whatever the case may be. And, and he, he was able to come back and, and talk about talk about kids that had passed and, and just in describing them, if there were people that were able to identify and say, yeah, that was my daughter or this and this is my son here or there, whatever the case may be. I can't remember the story fully, but... right. The fact is, is that I, I, I am a firm believer that that children die and, and are in the comfort of the Father. Absolutely. I believe yeah. that with all of my heart. Mm-hmm. Now, where it gets a little tricky is, you know, when you get there, are they still going to be that infant size or do they grow to a point to where, you know, God has the most pleasure? I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, we don't yeah. either, but we've <clears throat> we've right said kind of, oh yeah, and I, I mean, you know, who knows? We're not gonna know until we're there, and then until we're not there. gonna come back and tell anyone about it, probably. <laughs> sure. But I, I honestly believe, you know, that Asher David's up there. Mm-hmm. I believe like, it one hundred percent with you. He was a formed baby he had a soul i i believe that you know and he's up there with all of our 
loved ones who are already up there and who knows maybe you know they're taking care of them or i mean i don't know what it looks like you know whatever He's up but. there with my sister i got a sister in heaven yeah you know what and maybe mm-hmm. he is mature to an age where when you get there he can kick you in the balls <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying you know just maybe yeah Whatever's going to give God and, and you know. Uh, Will it give God glory for Escher to kick his father in the balls? Just maybe. Okay. I'm just saying maybe. I just want to put that in perspective in a full sentence so I you can just, hear it back. Maybe, maybe <laughs> there is, maybe that was the book that wasn't written. When kids go to heaven, they mature in heaven to a point where they can kick their dads in the balls. Interesting. There you go. <laughs> Hey, we have humor, so God's got to have humor. He's he does. He so has humor. Sure. I don't Maybe. think it's going to be all stuffy, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely not. Yeah. You never know. Maybe he's aged, uh, you know, matured right to the point before puberty, before he gets inter- interested in girls. And he's just that sweet, you know, sweet, sensitive age to where he just wants to cuddle <laughs> all the time. You, you never know. I mean... I mean, that's my hope. I hope he's not, you know, hormoning teenager. In heaven? That would suck. Yeah. Right? Hopefully he'll be able to have wine with Brooke. That would be, that'd be cool. Brooke, are Yeah, you hopefully he's of drinking age when we get there. Yeah. 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 Or, or, or hookah age. Pass the wine, Jesus. Don't be hogging it. That's it. Pass the hookah. Jesus, come on real quick for me. Turn this water real quick. Turn it into a cab, please. <laughs> yeah, you never know. So, uh, so let me ask you this. Uh, so today, you know, yeah. we, we've talked about this on the podcast now, and you, you got a lot of it off your chest. And and by no means, you know, would I be willing to say that you've got it all aired out, but. Uh, kind of locate yourself. Nice. Kind of locate yourself. Like, what are... Today, like, just today. What are your predominant emotions? How are you feeling today? Well, before rehashing it all over again, I felt numb, honestly. Yeah. I still feel... Lost, I guess, but... (laughs) Not like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Just like, or not like, what's the point of even living? Not like that, but just like, I know I have to go on. And I'm going through the motions, so to speak. But like, I don't want to work on videos. I don't want to go film. I don't want to go talk to someone in a drive-thru. Like, interacting with people is... I just, I don't really desire it. I mean, I do with, you know, you guys and close friends and family and all that, but, yeah, but it's a just the general going out and pumping gas and someone's going to want to talk to you because everyone's happy and, well, not happy, but everyone's, you know, talkative no, here in the it's South. The and it's like, it's the South, dude. It's country. It's kind of like, you know, <laughs> I wish I was in talk. Detroit where it's either a homeless bum asking for money and I'm going to be like, fuck off. Or you just don't get talked to. <laughs> but, yeah, the South is more friendly, for sure. But that's kind of where I'm at. And now having, you know, 
talked about everything again, it's, you know, I'm super emotional right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you feel? What, what about uh, you, Brooke? Well, I feel, um, I mean, of course, we're still processing. I feel like, I feel kind of the way, um, the way that Sean does to an extent of um, going through the motions. Um, kind of just feeling guilty for doing things that, you know, like going out to eat, kind of feeling guilty about, um, you know, going on with day-to-day things. And I understand that's part of it. Um, but it's still, I mean, you still have these feelings. You still feel, like, guilty. I still get anxious about going places. And it just, like, all of a sudden, just, like, I'm fine. And then we were supposed to go... Um, like this weekend, we were supposed to go to our friends and hang out. I got red. I mean, I got my. I mean, my hair was done. I hadn't got ready yet, but I just kind of just freaked out and was like, I. I just. I don't know. I just got super anxious, um, and I think that is something mm. to do with like what Sean was saying about being around people. And these are my close friends. Like, I mm. shouldn't feel that way. I should be comfortable and. But it's just the fact that, you know, you still have these feelings. You still have these feelings of anxiousness. You still are very, um, you're still very emotional to, um, to an extent where, like, you, you know, the, you know, these people are, uh, are gonna be there for you, but you just. You kind of feel like a buzzkill. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Like everyone's hanging out, watching the game, eating Fritos, and then you walk in and it's like, ah, it's not like they have to be careful how I'm saying this because I don't think people would be like, oh, we got to be sad now or oh, look who's here now. It's not like that. It's just it's more us feeling like, hey, I know you feel bad and I don't Mm -hmm. want to like I don't I I mean, in the simple form, I don't want to be a buzzkill. I think it's more perception from us. Um, they've never acted like that, or and I, and yeah. they wouldn't. But it's just more of like us thinking, and like it's only been two and a half weeks out. Like this is, you know, it. Still this fresh. is yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's still very fresh in our mind, and it's just that we spent so much time together. The first, you know, ten days after everything happened, we were. It was like we didn't leave each other's side and And we both well she took time off work and i just didn't work because i have that luxury and And, like we just kind of like you know did everything together we are processing together we are just loving each other as much as we can he has been the best he's been the my entire rock during this whole thing and he worries about me a lot (laughs) and I worry about him but Mm -hmm. you know we're here for each other and like I said we've never been closer and we're only nine months in to this marriage and you know it's it's been it's been tough it's been you know, we've gone through a lot, but our love is just, it's super strong. And, you know, I couldn't have married a better man. Yay. Yeah, that's good. 
That's good. So, I mean, above all mm-hmm. else, you guys get each other as your... Definitely. Your best uh, support system and sounding board and just everything that you need. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> like, to kind of maybe piggyback on your satisfyingly deep... Please. Come on, get deeper. And this may have just hit Ew. me, but, you know, I'm like... She said ill. We know God's <laughs> with us just because of who each other is to us. Does that make sense? Yeah. Say it again. One more time. So we know God is close to us and with us because we fully, we're fully understanding who each other is to us. And, you know, she just praised me, but I mean, I could say the same shit, like... I know there's strong women, but I got a fierce one. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> it's it's just bringing us closer. And if that's not God. Dude, you took the words right out of I mouth. don't know what the hell would be. You know? Yep. Yep. I was going to say, if nothing else, if there's no other beauty to find in any of this, um, the simple fact that you guys are now closer, you know, so much closer than you were when you even got married or a week ago or two weeks ago, that's in and of itself is something to be appreciative for or appreciative of because the intimacy has gone, has has gotten, you know, it only grows, you know, because if you're not going through something together, you know, it's, it's difficult. It makes it hard. But when you grow together, and you go through tough times that that will, tough times will bring you much closer together so absolutely yeah amen to that Definitely. <clears throat> yeah you guys got it man i think you know i said this uh you know a few times ago we talked that i that i'm fully confident in you guys ability to together to be able to overcome this and come out the other side mm-hmm. smelling like gold, you know, smelling like roses. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and this may be something that you feel for the rest of your lives. Right. Yeah. But even if, even if, even if you don't, you know, um, I mean, it's something that you're going to very well remember and, um, and be able to help other people through it. Yeah. As a result, which I think is, you know, one of the best things when you don't like me and my friends used to say, don't suppress it, deal with it. When you don't suppress your emotions and you actually deal with it and and choose to process how you feel. You're able to be able to communicate it better to other people that may be struggling the same way. Mm-hmm. But if you never process how you feel. And you never allow yourself to feel the emotions and go through it and understand it, then you'll never be able to communicate it to someone else and be able to help them. Uh, and it's true of every situation. Doesn't matter if it's loss or betrayal or uh, sickness or disease or anything. It doesn't matter. If there is a trying time and you allow yourself to go through the process of your emotions and and feel what you need to feel and understand it, 
you know, you're, you're able to help other people. And I think that's pretty much kind of what Jesus's message was about. Part of it, at least, you know, you for sure love the God that you can't see. That way you're able to love the people that you do see. And if you don't love the people that you do see, then you don't know me. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you don't really love me if you can't love the people that you, that you see every day. You can't love me who you can't see. And and hate the people that you do see. It's not possible. You know, it's an it's an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> so. It's I, good people advice and it's good marriage advice. And- it is. You know, so I, I, I'm fully confident that you guys are going to be just fine, you know, in time and just keep filling it and fill it and fill it and fill it, you know, until you just you've processed it all the way through. And like I've said before, you know, a million ticks on the crotch of the person who says that, you know, you should be over it by now. <laughs> It's so you know? Yeah. Fuck that person. Yeah, seriously. And their ticks. No, and their <laughs> crotch. <laughs> you know, I just seriously, like nobody should be ever be able to say, well, it's been six months, you should be over it by now. No. Yeah, you know, nobody can say that. You gotta process it in your time and you gotta, you know, go through it the way that you need to go through it. And as long as you guys are doing it together, who freaking cares? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Definitely. So we're rooting for you guys, and we know you're going to come out on top. And, uh, I mean, we already missed baby Asher. I was so looking forward to, you know, uh, being able to take, what do you call those doctor's things that you're listening to that you put in your Stethoscope. Yeah, I want you guys to come to Detroit so I can grab my dad's stethoscope and put it on Brooke's stomach. Say, <laughs> hey, it's Uncle Mike. You know? And you know, so we, you know, I mean, we grieve. We missed an opportunity, um, but hey, you know, Asher's bringing more pleasure to God right now. Yep. Yeah. You know, and he's taking care of us. Him. Yeah. And and. If anything, we should be jealous because he gets to bring more pleasure to God for a longer time than we can. Yeah, I mean, he's in a way better place. Yeah, definitely. Way better mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. And he's at rest and he's at peace. And um, and we can just be confident with that. So even though it still sucks and it still hurts and you want to take that rock and throw it through a hospital window. I get it. Um, but you guys are going to be okay and we'll be right here with you guys still loving you and, and praying with you and believing the best for you so well we definitely know that yeah we love you guys and we're very thankful to have you guys in our lives for sure we are too we love you guys so hopefully we haven't been turned off and people puked even if yeah, they we did. Might, we might need to do a little pre-warning uh, on the beginning yeah. of this. 
or not. No, I don't know. we're all adults. No, we don't beautiful. have to do a warning at all. I think it's beautiful. People the watch Netflix. Is... People be getting raped. Right, and... right. People do watch Netflix. Dunked in acid. <laughs> Dunked in acid. I agree with Brooke. People watch Netflix every day. That's precisely. <laughs> it's all good. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody's going to be all freaked out. We're not worried about it. Yeah. And if our if our uh, fifty listeners uh, have a problem with it, they'll email us and let us know. Excuse me, it was three million, by the way. I, I, that was said at the beginning of this podcast. Fifty Let's listeners. Keep the branding on point here. <laughs> I know I'm no branding expert as of uh, the last podcast. Her and the branding. <laughs> right. I know, right? It's three million. We're going with that. Her and the branding, as she called us, uh, that Christian <laughs> podcast. <laughs> hmm. All right, cool. Well, we are an hour and 45 minutes in. Woohoo! Hell yeah. That's according to our clock. Your clock is probably a little bit longer, but. No, actually, we just rolled over 145. Sweet. All right. So I was. That's our new number. (laughs) That's right. That's two episodes in a row at at an hour and 45. Nice. So, two things. Shoot. One. I definitely like having the wives on. <laughs> Indeed. And two, don't get used the next, to it. Yeah, the next one we're flying solo again and talking shit about Bigfoot. So. <laughs> yeah. And I will gratefully be missing that. Oh my god! I can't wait. I'm gonna pull out all my facts that I have. Oh my god! That's what he said. <laughs> Super cool, Lisa Frank notebook. Hey. Oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe, okay. Maybe we might have to, uh... Or out of your Trapper Keeper, I should say. Dang, going old school with Trapper Keepers. Yeah. Well, did nobody... Wait, Brooke, do you remember Lisa Frank? Oh, my God. I have a Lisa Frank diary still. I mean, not that I write in it, but it was back from sixth grade. Exactly. She still does. Don't let her kid you. Right. I mean, it's over over there. I could read it. Does it have a lock on it? With a little key? I lost the lock, but it does have the little um, latch part. Yeah, the latch part. Yes, yes. Yeah, oh. I'll send you a picture of it. Please do. And we better can, than can that. We're gonna the... we're gonna put it on Instagram. I was gonna all say right, we well, right, we're <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're gonna post a picture of my Lisa Frank diary on Instagram. Excellent. You know, and I'm then we still Michael's trapper keeper from all his hell yeah. Post. I don't post have it. a trapper. Yes, keeper. he does. She's just trying to roast me right now. I don't have one. I had this like bluish purple one with these like long triangle, like 80s kind of highlighter colors. I love that thing. I had one that was Nike from Walmart. I actually missed the Velcro (laughs) sound that it made when you opened it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Remember that? I'll get out my caboodle for the next one. You just felt academic. Mm. Right. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we just went back. So, so hard. where can we be found? <laughs> well, pretty much anywhere. Brooke's like, I don't fucking know where you can be found. <laughs> you gonna give out our address or something? <laughs> yes, where can we be found, Brooke? Web address. Um. Shout out. Instagram. <laughs> well, we are on Instagram Shiono. at Unchurched Pod. What about? Another one. You have another one? Um, you have a website. We do have a website. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you can be found on SoundCloud and well, iTunes. Wait, I got to tell the website. <laughs> oh, you gotta I'm sorry. Say what the website is. <laughs> okay. Hold on. The website is www.unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com. Okay, you can also be found on SoundCloud under Unchurched Podcast. Yeah, I think that is right, actually. <laughs> I think so, and yeah. iTunes. Yeah, on Church yeah. Podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Most people are already listening to us on That iTunes. is true. What else? Um, do you have Snapchat? No. Okay. No, that's, we're not that hip. Uh, no, we're not doing Snapchat. That's the we are, lettuce. The we devils? are on Twitter. Our oh, handle is on Church Pod. You can find them on Twitter. Dang, Brooks hogging them all. Jenna, you got something? Yeah, Jenna. Yeah, Jenna. Twitter, Instagram. Yep. And anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find us. There you go. Just head to our website. You can find us anywhere. It's what? WorldWideWeb dot. And we will be posting a picture of Lisa Frank Diary. Yeah. It's WorldWideWeb dot UnchurchedPod, right? (laughs) Cast. Dot wordpress dot com. Dot wordpress dot com. Yeah. If you're listening to this, go to the show notes and it's in there. Boom. If you're still listening right now, right? God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee you I would have turned them off by now. That's funny. All right. Thanks, folks. It's been real. Yeah. Bye, Brooke. Bye, Jenna. Bye, guys. <laughs> Peace. Peace. We had pretty much landed on the name Asher for mm-hmm. our, our little man. And Which I loved. So cute. Alright, so in between the legs, we're going to do Chilling.